You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Creative Foundations in Delaware and Starbase Columbus in Westerville. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that nobody puts in a corner. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. Oh boy, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, We have a bunch of news, but as always, let's talk about some things we've been uh, checking out. Well, last night I was on the 3DS and I saw the demo for the pocket card jockey. That's... Those are words. <laughs> it's one of those three word game types. It's like hyper light drifter. Yeah. It's like, I think those are the right words. <laughs> Pocket card jockey. <laughs> make no sense together. <laughs> Pocket jockey, colon cards. <laughs> okay. Anyway, how's pocket card jockey? No, it's fine. Yeah, let's okay. just keep going. Well, the demo's still not over to begin with. <laughs> and, and you've played it for a good couple of hours yeah so what so what is it i i get there's pockets and cards and there's jockeys that's all it's, i get that's all i get it's really weird it's like a combination of horse racing and solitaire those are two great tastes that i've never tasted together <laughs> never even considered tasting together yeah but it, it works it's so weird like and, i imagine when you normally play solitaire you take your time and actually think about it i assume Oh, yeah. It's not like 100% solitaire. Real solitaire is like a little bit different than than what they're doing. There's like a simplified version. Oh, well, yeah, because I imagine. Cause, like basically there's like time limits, kind of. But there's all kind of arbitrary stats and modes. and. Yeah, it's really, it's it looks incredibly deep. I haven't actually played it, but I've it's, watched you play it. Oh, it's crazy. There's peak time and... You got to make sure your horse is in the comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's where their mood will be the best and they'll run the hardest. <laughs> oh, they have to keep their mood up. That's... You don't want a grumpy horse. Wow. That's that's weird. I mean, it sounds fun. It is. Like, seriously, I would recommend at least that demo and see if you like it. Because, like, I didn't even know how to play solitaire. I didn't know anything about it. But it's you are great. fully entranced. <laughs> You're going to buy it and you hardly ever buy video games. It probably will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were playing a little bit of it before we were recording, and yeah, I mean, it sounded fun. Seriously, it's at least a demo. Download it. Seriously, try it. The art's really cute, too. And you get to name the horses. Cool. What are your horses' names? Uh, the one I named is Nugs, lowercase N-U-G-Z. Nice. Okay. <laughs> right on. Just because. That's about it. And then, you, yeah, you've been racing, like, what is it, like a rented horse or something? Yeah, or? you get, they give you horses because you're jockey. That's pretty much how it works. So somebody hires you yeah. to ride their horse. Mm, okay. But you can lose your horse if you lose too many, and they'll give you a different horse. Owners will get mad at you if you lose. Was it Mr. Blingman? Yeah, I think so. That, some guy with gold teeth, <laughs> some rich guy with gold teeth named Mr. Blingman. Nice. It's like, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Uh, well, solitaire and horse racing, I, I doubt it would. Don't you, like, die at the beginning or something? Kinda. What was that about? Kind of. Because I saw you start playing it and like you get kicked off a horse and then kicked in the head or something. <laughs> what What is going on there? Basically, you kind of almost die. You're like... <laughs> you almost die at the beginning of the solitaire horse racing An angel game. comes and tells you that you need to be better, basically. <laughs> so, so you almost die and then an angel comes down and berates you for not getting good? No, and he arranges it so you could play salt. Uh, if you play solitaire well, your horse that you're riding will do well. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so they actually, in canon, explain why yes. you're playing solitaire while yes. riding a horse. Absolutely. <laughs> That's great. It's not just some arbitrary gameplay oh, mechanic. No, it's, they explain it. It's canon. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's it awesome. Is, the writing's really funny, too. It looks like it's very much, because it's by the Pokemon people, it's by Game Freak. It's very much in their tradition of seemingly simple, but incredibly deep. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's horse breeding and stuff, oh, yeah, too. So that, that's a whole other thing I haven't got to in the demo, which I'm assuming they're gearing up to. You breed horses and, like, you know, get different stats and, you know, obviously kind of like Pokemon, kind of. Yeah. Know? They, they only level up for so long yeah, before then you've got to breed them. Well, sounds good, and it's and it's free on the well, App Store right now. Well, the demo is, or the demo is at least yeah. Yeah. the eShop. Cool. And then what's the full one's like fifteen bucks? 
that much or not? I feel like it's 15 bucks. That seems too high. It might be. <laughs> it might be 15 bucks. There we okay, go. Okay, there we go. You heard it here first. It might be $15. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I thought about it and it might sound right. <laughs> uh, um, I've been back on another point and click adventure game. You look obsessed phase. with those. Yeah, well, it's one of my favorite genres, but a new one just came out called Kathy Rain. Okay. And it's about, she's a uh, motorcycle riding journalism student in the 90s. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I was afraid it was going to have something to do with Heavy Rain. No. The David Cage <laughs> joint. <laughs> I like that game. It's a fantastic <laughs> game. But her grandpa dies and there's a big mystery surround, not surrounding, well, not really surrounding his death as much as he was like, went out in the woods and came back like paralyzed. And like a vegetable, and she's on a mission to figure out what happened and why. Hmm. And, and there's, there's like a sketchy church and kind of weird stuff. Yeah, it's a really good point and click adventure. It reminds me a lot of uh, of Gabriel Knight. Like it even opens a lot similar. Like you're sitting there talking to your grandma, and then you root through your grandma's attic for old <laughs> stuff about your grandpa. Like, like it's like toe to tip almost Gabriel Knight, but it it skews from that. But if you're gonna pull. If you're going to pull from another adventure game for inspiration, Gabriel Knight is a good place to go. Okay, very cool. But super traditional. I mean, it even runs at like a really low resolution. Really? It's not, I don't think it's even widescreen, is it? I don't think it is. I I think there's black bars on the side of my screen when I play it. I haven't noticed. (laughs) Now, is it a PC game or is it a... Yeah, it's PC. PC. It's it's on Steam. Okay, cool. It is also 15 bucks. Oh, nice. Nice. (laughs) Got a theme going. I like it. Yeah. Today's theme is games you can buy for $15, <laughs> which will work if you want to talk about Stardew Valley again. <laughs> I know. I think, I'm, I think I'm good on that one. <laughs> but like, if you like a traditional point and click, and it very much feels like a traditional, there's no gimmicks, there's no... Puzzles okay? The puzzles are actually pretty good, and they all feel like part of the story. They don't feel like arbitrary puzzles that they put into... Prolong so you, the yeah, prolong the game. Okay. I, don't, I don't think you've ever gotten like super stuck, which is only one time. But it was because I accidentally skipped a dialogue and I didn't know oh, what to right. do. I like I had to look up a walkthrough to figure out what I was supposed to do because I accidentally skipped a dialogue. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> think of that. I think Ron Gilbert has a good quote: "Like being confused is not a adventure game puzzle." Yeah. <laughs> There's a cool puzzle where you had to make an answering machine. Oh, yeah. message you had to take audio from an answering machine message and turn it into a, a different message to convince somebody to do something oh wow like there's a computer program on her roommate's computer that separates all the words out of it and you just reorder them and make it say like <laughs> hello this is your father do what listen to kathy rain do what she says bye <laughs> <laughs> oh that's kind of that's kind of awesome that's it was clever. a cool it was a cool puzzle which I think there was kind of a puzzle like that in Gabriel Knight too, but that's like, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, I have anything else on Kathy Rain? I haven't quite finished it yet, but I'm really close. I'm at some kind of stupid Lost Woods uh, maze puzzle. Oh, really? Like like the Zelda Lost Woods where you have to walk a certain way, and I have no idea. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Well, um, I actually watched a movie in some of my downtime. Have you guys ever seen uh, Battle Royale? Have I ever told you about that movie? I know of it. Yeah, I know of it, but I've never actually seen it. Okay, so Battle Royale is a uh, it's a Japanese language, um, I guess, thriller or action. I don't. I'm loath to call it an action movie because it's not really. There's a lot of a lot of violence. I mean, it's it's violent, but what it is, it's um, made back in 2000, based on a novel, and it is about... Um, I know a lot of insufferable dinguses constantly have to remind you that The Hunger Games is apparently a ripoff of I Battle don't, Royale. See, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't either. Here's the here's the thing with, with Battle Royale. It's about um, set in an in a undisclosed kind of, kind of near future, so there's no like future tech or anything like that, but... Uh, in this future, the Japanese, uh, the youths of Japan are, are all, um, they're wild. They they don't go to class. They don't do anything. They don't buckle down. So in order to... <laughs> they're out of control and they need to go to Mori's boot camp. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but instead of Mori's boot camp, one uh, eighth grade class is randomly selected every year to, to be part of the Battle Royale program, which uh, is a government sanctioned. Uh, they take the class to a deserted island and say, okay, everybody gets a weapon. 
only one person's allowed to live, and after three days, if there's more than one person alive, uh, everyone dies. So <laughs> go at it. <laughs> and it sounds like a lot of it sounds kind of like the tail end of Hunger, the actual games part of Hunger Games. I argue that Hunger Games takes way more from Running Man than it does this. Although there are some themes that I guess are similar. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think uh, fight for your life hunting people is is exclusive to any one property. No, I, <laughs> I agree with that. It's a pretty universal concept. Yeah. But it's uh it's really uh it's a really interesting story because you do have your couple of main protagonists, but you follow each of the forty. There are forty kids that are in the that are put, taken to this program for this year, and well, thirty eight of them make it out of the the orientation. But it follows each one of them, and you actually see what happens to each one of the kids wow. as it goes. It's uh it's pretty wild. Like I said, it uh, it is uh fairly violent it has a lot of uh kung fu style arterial blood spray and stuff nice. like that and like some of the kids they don't like they're given provisions for the three days and a weapon uh, just a randomly selected weapon in their back and some of them are weapons like you know a gun or grenades or a bulletproof vest which is helpful or in our protagonist's case they got a uh pot lid and a pair of binoculars sometimes <laughs> they're not good <laughs> So I've watched, I've seen this movie all, a handful of times. It's, I like foreign language films and it is pretty compelling when you go through and watch it. Uh, the difference is this time as the first time I've watched it with the English uh, dubbing. I usually watch it with subtitles because I'll, for the longest time, that was the only yeah, I didn't version that, that was. There was a dub. Yeah. It, well, there is, and it's not good. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Like the actor's. It's like the they just told the actors to read the lines without actually seeing what's going on, <laughs> like bare no. bones stage stage direction. Like here, just just say these lines, and you're supposed to be yelling this one. So just just be loud at this point. <laughs> it's really bad. Oh man. Um, and the thing is with the dub, they didn't uh, translate any of the signs, so you still have to have the subtitles on to to read any of the signs that are popping up. And there are quite a few. And so you can see, it's interesting to see the difference in what the English language is saying and what it translate, the Japanese is translating out to. And they're not, a lot of times they're wrong. They're completely two different directions. <laughs> it's like when I watched Evangelion, I was such a dork about it that I had the dub on mm -hmm. with the other subtitles going so I could see where things were different. And, yeah. 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 It's, uh, but the movie itself is... It, I would say it's definitely worth searching out. There's a sequel. Don't watch the sequel. <laughs> the sequel is no good. But uh, one of the most interesting things about that is um, they added a character from uh, that wasn't in the novels. Or they expanded one of the roles based on one of the characters in the novels uh, for uh, Beat Takeshi, the oh, guy the from Takeshi's Challenge and famous director, famous director and actor and all that. But no, he's in it, and he just plays a guy named Katano, which is his last name. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's interesting. And uh, a lot of the actors in it went on to do other things. Uh, most notably, probably the most recognizable was one of the um, ancillary girl classmates ended up playing Gogo in Kill Bill Part 1. Oh. Yeah. That's where Gogo Yubari came from. Yep. And uh, let's see, the other... Some of the a lot of the leads went on and had very um, prolific television and movie roles across the pond. Uh, one of the actresses actually was most recently in that Forty Seven Ronin, that uh, Keanu Reeves <laughs> uh, kung fu movie from a year or two ago, which is interesting. And uh, the backstory for why it's just it was only just released officially overseas here within the last couple of years. There are a lot of rumors at why it wasn't released over here in 2000, 2001 when it was originally created. Uh, from what I've read, it was mostly a licensing thing. Toei wanted way more money than uh, a lot of production Anybody was willing, to, willing to give. And also that was around the time of uh, Columbine. And the oh. U.S. did not really want to put out a movie about, about kids, kids <laughs> killing each other. That would not uh, that wouldn't be cool. No. Yeah. But, uh, but again, I don't see uh, – a lot of people uh, level the, the comparisons between it and that later half of Hunger Games. I don't 
I don't see it. No. I don't really see it. I mean, there are definitely parallels. There are some parallels, but... You might as well say they're all a knockoff of that short story, The Most Dangerous Game. Exactly. Where, yeah, Hunter hunts a man. That's exactly right. Yeah, I... that Yeah. But no, watch that. And uh, the other thing I checked out was a uh, phone app. Uh, Not a game, just a regular app. Um, You guys know uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne the Wayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So he has decided to get into the app game and started. (laughs) It's about time. Yeah. Do you smell what the Brock is cooking? Well, it's a bunch of apps for your iPhone. <laughs> and he has started with um, a lifestyle uh, as- assistant called the Rock Clock. <laughs> it is, uh, it's an alarm clock for your phone. And what you do is, uh, but it's, it's much more than that. <laughs> it's so much more. So much more. <laughs> so you go in and the first thing it asks you is, what is your goal? So like you have to punch in like, do I, I want to work on that script or, you know, I want to get up and exercise or whatever. And it says, all right, cool. What time do you want to get up to crush that goal? <laughs> so you set your time and you go to go to sleep and you let it run overnight. And uh, you wake up to the dulcet tones of Dwayne Johnson singing to you about waking up in the morning. <laughs> that is your that is your song. And there are a number of songs. Some of them are very, very, very gentle and soothing. Some are. Uh, tell you about how you need to get your candy candy butt out of bed. Candy butt. <laughs> candy butt out of bed and, and, and get going. Um, and then there's a video component where every morning he takes a video, like a 30-second video on his iPhone and sets it to go up. It's a The Rock's motivational little tidbit for the day that he records live every morning <laughs> and sends to your phone. And then there's an extra section. This is interesting. There's an extra section called uh, uh, ask you if you want to get up at rock time. Do you know what rock time is? Is that when the rock gets up? That's when the rock wakes up. <laughs> He's, he has a thing on his phone that he could set whatever his alarm is set to. That's what time your alarm will oh, go off. Oh, my God. You can wake up with the rock. You can wake up at the same time as the rock. <laughs> That's and, my and, dream. And, 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 bla- and blast your glutes <laughs> like the rock in the gym. It is interesting. I woke up at 5.30 the other morning because The Rock decided he wanted to get up at 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Rock, it's way too early. (laughs) Oh, man. But it's a free app. I mean, everyone, I suggest everyone go try it. Go... (laughs) Go try out the rock clock. But, uh, Can I get a Shia LaBeouf motivational uh, alarm? Just do it? Yeah, just do it. <laughs> it's funny because within the, uh, within the app, he refers to himself as DJ. <laughs> wake up with DJ. Come on. Get up. <laughs> and oh, when you wake up, one of the things you have to punch in is, did you accomplish your goal? How close are you to getting your goal? Did you, <laughs> did you write that script when you woke up in the morning? Did you go outside and run? Did you eat that bowl of cereal and catch all of the Saturday morning cartoons? <laughs> yeah. He wants to know. He collects the, the that rock, data for reasons. The Rock is a clever. He's a he's a curious boy, <laughs> yeah. and he he just wants to know how everyone's doing. But uh, <laughs> it's interesting, and it the app is designed uh, much like a Buffalo Wild Wings, yellow and black, and a lot of uh, bull horns. <laughs> You're grabbing the day by the horns. It says DJ The Rock. Johnson. He takes the information that you completed your goal and converts it into rock power that he needs to stay alive. Yeah, he's <laughs> the rock feeds on everyone's accomplishment. <laughs> he's an accomplishment vampire. I would uh, also take an Andrew WK uh, clock. Oh, that would be party awesome. clock. Party clock. That would be great. <laughs> your only goal can be party. <laughs> That's it. What time do you want to get out to party? <laughs> There isn't one. I, I kind of am too. It seems right up his alley. It could be a very, it's a very motivational thing, and that's, yeah, that's part of what he does. Oh, I'm hoping that this app uh, opens the floodgates of celebrity alarm clocks. <laughs> celebrity vanity app alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the worst one? Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 
Hey there. No, wait, that's 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 uh that's Lou Louis Anderson. <laughs> that would be bad too. Hey, is it time to wake up and watch me on a <laughs> family feud? Is he alive? He's still around. Okay, for some reason I was positive he was dead. Oh no, Louis Anderson's still you around. Sure? I wanna see. You 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 want me to pull it up? I will find <laughs> out. Let's see. Come on, Google. Here we go. The David is Louis Anderson dead. Louis Anderson is still alive. Okay. Okay. That's Thank good. God. He is. He is a. Uh, he is a, uh, a healthy sixty-three. Oh, and I guess he's not hosting Family Feud anymore. Oh, I no. guess that's that's Steve Harvey. Yeah. That's and before the, the that, people's favorite Steve Harvey. Before that, it was Al Borland. Oh, that's right. Yeah. David, or uh, what's, what's his, his name? name? Richard Carn. That's Richard Carn's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should they should create a Richard Carn themed uh, like festival called the Richard Carnival. I think so too. Yeah. I <laughs> I think they should do a Family Feud uh, specialty game where one team is just past Family Feud hosts. <laughs> Yeah, that would be great. Is the guy that kisses everybody still alive? Oh, no. No, okay. he's, he's been gone for a long time. Okay. He's, he's been gone for a while. Let's see. What has what has Louis Anderson done lately? <laughs> Check it out about yeah. Louis Anderson. Oh, let's go Let's go to Louis Anderson's uh, IMDb. <laughs> he has, uh, was in a TV movie in 2012 called Louis Anderson Big Baby, Big Baby Boomer. That's cool. Oh, how about that cartoon show? Life with Louie. I remember Life with Louie. That was pretty great. Why does it list it at being on at 2001? Life with Louie wasn't on in 2001, was it? I thought it was older than that. Yeah, I thought it was way older. Did it run that long? I, it might have. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Here we go. That was his That was his writing credits, his acting credits. He was, he's on the show Baskets as, <laughs> as Mrs. Baskets slash Christine Baskets. I gotta like know real, about that. That doesn't sound like a real show. Oh my god, what is this? After failing at a prestigious French clowning college, Chip Baskets looks to keep his dream at becoming a professional clown alive. What is this? Starring Zach Galifianakis as Chip <laughs> Baskets, failed clown? Is this on Adult Swim? I don't know. I don't know where this is. There's 11 episodes of it. <laughs> it's on FX. Huh. Oh my god. I gotta watch the show. <laughs> The, the, they should make the David Lynch alarm clock that goes off at random times that you can't control and uh, plays like a weird video that you have to watch or it won't stop. <laughs> wow. I'm still blown away by this Baskets show. <laughs> wow. Surprise find of 2016. Baskets starring Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis and Louis Anderson. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, it does. Huh. Okay. Well, with that, let's go ahead and uh, let's take a break. And uh, when we <laughs> come watch back, baskets. Yeah, we're going to go watch some baskets. We'll be back in a little bit. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundations. Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm Jimmy, and I work at Creative Foundations. The store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations. Delaware, Mount Vernon, Marysville, and Urbana. Our website is creativefoundations.org. Find us on Facebook. Set Phasers to Fun at the 8th Annual Out of This World Festival hosted by Starbase Columbus on May 21st from noon to 7 p.m. The Out of This World Festival will feature food, exhibits, a sci-fi collectibles auction, and more. Admission is free to the public, but donations are appreciated. Starbase Columbus and the Out of This World Festival is located at 5541 Westerville Road in Westerville. Outofthisworldfest.blogspot.com for more information. Yeah, darling, go, man. 
like smoke and lightning Heavy metal thunder Racing with the wind And the feeling that I'm under Yeah, darling, go make it happen Take the world in a love embrace Fire all of your guns at once And explode into space back that was born to be wild by steppenwolf cody why did we play steppenwolf because uh steppenwolf is the villain for uh the new justice league movie coming out the first one from what we understand yeah that was actually part of a deleted scene from batman v superman oh but it heavily implied that steppenwolf who was a um a lackey a henchman like a head henchman of Darkseid, who is a major dc villain uh, was going to be the major antagonist for the first Justice League movie. So uh, there were pictures of the character from that from that leaked um, uh, deleted scene. It's a shame that this isn't a visual medium because I would love to just show you the pictures of what the character looks like and what he's supposed to look like, <laughs> or what's what he looks like in the comics compared to the movie. Try to picture in your mind the most generic alien like overly designed spiky like xenomorph style alien not like, like the big white head big eye no like like a garbage alien from like a, a bad cgi horror movie picture that in your mind now make it worse <laughs> <laughs> and like make sure it's got it's just speckled with gold yeah just not not good look it's like if someone took looked at uh pan's labyrinth the del toro movie and saw an alien in that and said or a monster in that and said I could do worse. <laughs> also, he has three cubes. He has I three cubes. Those are, oh, those, are, those are mother boxes. From, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, now in the comics, on the other hand, he is a guy with a sword. He looks like Errol Flynn or like Peter Pan with a sword. He's very kind of Oliver Queen, Oliver Queenish. A little, a little bit like Green Arrow. A little bit. Yeah. Um, what I'm getting at is these two characters do not look anything alike whatsoever. One of them looks like a character that you would see in a movie, and the other one looks like a reject pile for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, he, does, he looks like a DLC character for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's really bad. So if that, and it makes me wonder, it makes me, I was really burning red hot about this last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, you should you should see the text string that <laughs> that I sent out. But the one thing that, that dawned on me is if they made, if they 
made such a huge change between the original comics character of Steppenwolf and the movie version of Steppenwolf. What are they going to do to Darkseid, the, one of the most iconic villains in the DC universe? Who, Darkseid is a big, imposing, looks like a big rock man with wearing a, a blue tunic, which is really cool. It's a really good, clean Jack Kirby design. Um, what are they going to do? Are they going to add superfluous spikes? Are they going to, <laughs> like... He's going to be a sentient cloud. <laughs> yeah, since, yeah, yeah. They'll go the they'll go the Green Lantern route, make him a big death cloud with a face in it. It's going to be bad. It's the I was really kind of hoping that they would turn it around a little bit for Justice League because from what I've seen from Wonder Woman, things are starting to look good a little bit. And you would think that um, Warner Brothers would look at all of the complaints that were levied against. Batman v Superman and take that into consideration when making their Justice League movie. And it does looks like they're not going to. It just looks like it's more of the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't cut Zack Snyder out of the deal, so it's still going to be garbage. Very true. Very, very true. He's so stubborn. I think that's oh, part of it. He's stubborn and he's bad. He's just bad. <laughs> he was. He makes great music videos and cuts an amazing trailer, but his movies, not good. No. That's why Wonder Woman has a chance of being good. He's not directing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's absolutely right. Well, let's get off of this uh, negativity. Let's talk about some Pokemon. Yeah, because they did a new trailer for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, dropped what the three starters look like, and they're all fantastic. They're really good distra- designs. I like these starters. Yeah, there, there's a little owl with yeah. a bow tie. Yeah, and he's, the bow tie is made out of... Uh, like a leaf. Leaf, yep. Let's see, what is its name? It's, it's Rowlet. Name. Rowlet, yep, okay. And there, there's a cat, little fire cat with a really grumpy face that's pretty awesome. Yeah. His name's Litten. Yep, that's pretty cool. <laughs> the Lit Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, there's a goofy little clown seal. Yeah, it's a, it's a seal that's that makes bubbles, bubble balls out of its nose and balances on them and stuff. And his name's like Pop Popolis Pop Popolopolis. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Papadopolis. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're just all fantastic. They're really strong designs. I like them a lot. They're they're very unique and they're uh very easily identifiable. Um we also along with that we also got uh pictures of the like the major like the box art the Pokemon. box art animals yeah. and one of them just looks like the white tiger zord. So I'm probably going to get Pokemon Sun. <laughs> and then the other one's like a sweet space bat that I like a lot. He's really cool looking. That's a very cool looking one. Yep. And the uh, we got to look at the the region and stuff. And it's uh, Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii it's, inspired. It's, it's just Hawaii. Yeah. It's really pretty looking. They did a really good job. Mm-hmm. The graphics look nice. Yeah. The professor is some kind of Hawaiian sandal dude. Yeah. The professor, he's wearing like the, the white lab coat like all the professors wear. And like swim trunks and sandals and no shirt. <laughs> but I guess his name Hot is gosh. like, but I guess his name's like Hola or something like that, which is a, a, a tree that is native to Hawaii. So it follows the, <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. It follows the, uh, the, uh, the, the naming trappings of the, of the professors being named after trees. What was the professor in X and Y? Sycamore. Sycamore. Everybody loves Professor him. Hot Dad. Yeah, professor Hot Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, but I'm excited for this game. It's going to be interesting. And, yeah. And I'm interested to see what they do to tie in, like, the Pokemon 20th anniversary. Because they're saying that they were saying, like, this game's going to tie all of the other games together. Huh. So I don't know what that means, but... Can you go back to all the other regions? That would be insane. I've always wanted a Pokemon where you could go back to just, all the other... Just go everywhere? Yeah. I don't see it happening because that's a lot of ground to cover. But. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I see, um, I see them releasing. Um, that you know how they did the the uh, red, blue, and yellow as eShop before um, a month ago. Yeah. I see them putting out the uh, um, uh, was it gold and silver, the second generation ones. I see them doing that pretty soon too, and we've they've said that they're going to you're able to transfer the original. From the original game to this one, right? Yeah. I can see them not putting any of the original 151 in this game natively. And that's how you get. Yeah. So you have that. And also uh, from a couple of generations ago, there was a, um, it was like a world tournament kind of thing where you had all of the gym trainers 
leaders from all of the different oh, games yeah. all together, and you can fight them at any time. I can see them doing something like that and kind of making callbacks to all of that. Or maybe you can fly like to a limited area of each. That would be kind of neat. Of each region. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But uh, Or maybe um, this is the first game that'll have DLC. Yeah. Because they they tested the water a little bit with the Delta episode in uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire because it was like a game. It was like a story mode that followed once you finished the original game mode. And it wasn't a true DLC, but it felt an awful lot like it. So maybe that's what they'll do. Like they'll add on different regions every couple of months or every six months or whatever. I like that they that. have competition now with Yokai Watch. Like maybe it'll pressure them a little bit. Yeah. To, oh, to absolutely. Change things up. Oh They're yeah. Not change things up, but at least do more new things. Make them better. Make yeah. Them more interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. their Pokemon has been basically competitionless. All this For time. the most I mean, part. I mean, there's your Digimon and your whatever. But, but Digimon doesn't really count. Yeah, it's not the same. No. It's not the same thing. Although, Yo-Kai Watch really isn't the same thing either. Yeah. But nothing caught on like Pokemon except for Yo-Kai Watch. In Japan, it's more popular than Pokemon is right now. Right, yeah. Which I'm sure it, it probably doesn't have the lasting appeal of Pokemon. I'm sure it's kind of faddish. But... A little bit, yeah. But uh, but no, who knows? Maybe this. Maybe you're right. Maybe this will make Pokemon stronger and make it a, just a better game overall. That would be really cool. I, God, I love you, Kai Watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. The that's game, what I. That's what I keep hearing. The game is so good. Like yeah. at that demo turned me off to it, mm-hmm. and I was so wrong. It's <laughs> such a good game. I actually finished it the other day. Really. <laughs> And it, it's it's totally worth getting, especially if you're excited about Pokemon and want want something to tide you over till mm-hmm. November, which is the release date they also right, announced. Right, yes, November eighteenth, something like that. Yeah, yeah. pick up your Kai Watch. I mean, the battles aren't the same; mm-hmm. they're very much more. You're doing more stuff constantly. Okay, it's, they're real time more than turn based. Gotcha. But it'll it'll scratch that itch. Okay. That not only you're not catching monsters, you're being friends with them. But <laughs> well, still, I mean, it's similar, I guess, yeah. a little bit. It even had kind of a bittersweet ending too, that was nice. Oh, well, cool. Until they retconned it after the credits, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Right. Yeah. Well, anyways, this Pokemon news. I'm excited about the new Pokemon, and I'm ready for it. I really wanna. I really wanna use that owl with a bow tie. <laughs> another another two hundred some Pokemon for you to catch. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> What? So your starter pick is the owl. Oh yeah, for sure. I I would pick the cat. Yeah. I, I like Litten. He's really yeah. cool. What? It's cool. I've I've seen some of the art, some of the official art, and apparently his fire. They're flaming fire uh, hairballs. <laughs> awesome. What yeah. What do you pick? I am still pretty undecided because cats are like my brand, mm-hmm. but I love owls and birds and how dare they. Make me choose. <laughs> Might have to see their evolutions. Yeah, see, My we elf. don't know any of that yeah. yet. So. I don't want to know. I, I don't want to know what they evolve into. I want to be surprised. Oh, no, I want to know because I want to know what the cool one is. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still going to pick the owl no matter what, but I want to know if that's the cool one. I want to I want to be either surprised or disappointed by what, <laughs> what I chose looks like. Yeah. Now, my question is, what is the gimmick for this? This one, because there's always been gimmicks. For yeah, the there, there's, there's always one. There was the Mega Evolutions. There were different things here and there. There were the secret bases and stuff like that. My theory is um, dual type moves. Yeah. Because in X and Y, there's only one. Um, this is getting way, like, way inside <laughs> baseball. So you guys, everyone at home can tune out for three seconds <laughs> while I talk about this. But in, in X and Y, one of the new characters that they created was a, uh, it was a, a bird that's also a luchador. It, that, Hakalucha. That, Halucha. It's awesome. Or Halucha. But they it in it it had one each move has a different like typing, like normal or flying or whatever. And it's like rock it's like a giant game of rock, paper, scissors, is what it is. Well, Halucha had one move that was both fighting and flying. Like it hit both types. So it had what had strengths and weaknesses based on both of those type moves. And it's the only one like that in the game. Like ever. Out of 700 and some odd Pokemon and thousands of moves and stuff like that. So what I'm thinking is that might be them trying that out. Yeah. And maybe we'll see some of that implemented into this game, this new Sun and Moon. There's got to be something bigger, though, because it's always like like you can there was customizable outfits in X and Y. Yeah. 
the gold and silver remake, your Pokemon would follow behind you, which oh, was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, you had the things that you put on the balls, so it had like special animations when they jumped out. Yeah. In one of the games. I know uh, that. Gold and silver had the telephone. Oh, the yeah. The cell phone. What if we got all of it? That'd what be if, great. What if that's the 20th anniversary <laughs> that would thing? Be, that would be ideal. You get... All that cool stuff. You get secret bases. You get outfits. Yeah. I want outfits. Yeah, I want the outfits to stick around. Well, it looks like they might be coming back a little bit because the um, main player character, instead of just choosing between boy and girl, you have um, four different uh, styles of boy and four different styles of girl <laughs> with different skin to- skin tones and hair colors. I hope it's still customizable. That was a really cool feature that I really It really liked. was, yeah. Um, I understand why they dropped it for uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, because it was a remake. Yeah, and they didn't want to do the work. They didn't want to put the extra work in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I hope they, they continue with the customizable main characters. Very cool. I think it's a big deal for a game like that, where you're battling your friends. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's going to want to look different. Like, yeah. What if they add a leveling system to the, the trainer? That'd be like cool. uh, the higher level you are, the easier, like the higher the percentage is for you to catch something or like something along those lines. Or you could you could have skills that'll weed out certain Pokemon you can use on the map. Yeah, that would be really cool. Or like the higher level you are, the higher level Pokemon will show up. Yeah, that that would as well. That would be really really neat. But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I mean they probably won't do that. It's probably too much to ask. But <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Anyway, uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's keep talking about games, though. Uh, it's been a game-heavy show, but let's keep going. Uh, Disney Infinity. That was the Toys to Life thing that uh, Disney had come up with. It was to fairly rival. popular. Yeah, it, it was uh, made to rival Skylanders and uh, eventually Amiibos, although no, Amiibos didn't. They're different. Yeah, they're, I think they're they've not, kind of carved out their own niche like they, Nintendo does. Yeah. But uh, but definitely like the the Lego dimensions and that sort of thing. Um, they Disney announced that they are shutting down their game. Is it their entire games division? Yep. Is it Avalanche. And, yeah, Avalanche yeah. Studios is the name of the studio, and they they laid everybody off and closed it down. That's insane. So no more. There's going to be like a couple more Disney Infinity packs. I think one for the Jungle Book and one for Alice Through the Looking Glass. By I think it's by the middle of June they're going to be completely discontinued. Which means either if you're all collecting uh, Disney Infinity, you're either just struck a gold mine or it all has become worthless. <laughs> because that's how these things go. They're either going to be super rare and everyone wants to buy them and the speculator market's going to explode or they're going to be worth less than the plastic that they're made out of. I'll bet the value drops because they yeah. Stores have tons of them everywhere. That's very true. Yeah, everywhere you go, you you see them. And I mean, the sta- the little statues are pretty neat. Yeah. I don't I don't have the game, so I have no reason to get them. The, um, the way that they were able to unify all these different characters into one art like, style, yeah, yeah, distinct style that still looks really good for everybody is amazing. Uh, yeah, that was that was really good. Although the statues themselves are kind of cheaply made, you see a lot of seams and lines, paint and, lines. Yeah, a lot of paint lines. Not <laughs> great. Look like they were painted by the painting Pokemon Smurgle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was thinking about it. Do you think with that shutting down, it'll make a path for there to be a Star Wars in Lego Dimensions? That would be awesome. That would be really cool. Because I know Lego and Star Wars have like a thing going on. Yeah, I hope so. That would be... God, I would buy so many of those. I would I would too, and I don't even own that game. Yeah. I would just get them for the, for the parts. <laughs> you wouldn't have instructions though. Oh, that's true. The instructions I, are I, in the game. I'm a, hey, I'm a smart guy. I can, <laughs> I'm on the ball. I can take a, I can take a, scra- uh, a crack at it. So <laughs> I hope it doesn't hurt Lego Dimensions. I hope they don't get cold feet about that because Yeah, because well Lego Dimensions, they don't do they sell as much as the Skylanders? No. I didn't I, I didn't don't I don't figure. think it's sold as as strong. I don't think it's done bad though either. Yeah. And I mean they, they do cost more. Yeah. So... Oh yeah. <laughs> well they're Lego, so Yeah, so everything. Yeah, you have to add at least ten bucks to any if you wanna guess yeah. any kind of Lego price. So which I've really enjoyed Lego Dimensions. It's, yeah. a, it's a good excuse to sit down and play a, a simple and fun video game and to build Legos. Well, I mean, you do both at the same time. It's fun. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> have you seen one of the... Getting completely off the subject, have you seen one of the, the booster packs for the Lego Dimensions? It's a little arcade machine. Yes, yes. I want that he, one. That's the really? one he wants really bad. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really cool. I thought about picking that up. Again, I don't even own the game, but I thought about picking that one up. 
it, really cool. It unlocks a world with like over 30 emulated uh, Midway arcade games. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. See, I thought it was uh, like a, um, they're trying to do Tron without actually saying it's, it's Tron <laughs> because of Finn's arcade. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it unlocks Midway arcade world where you can play all these original arcade games. Interesting. They're not really even cool. Lego versions. No, they're just, just the, the full-on yeah. regular versions. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, I have to... And there, there's challenges built in the game to beat high scores in certain oh, games. Oh, really? Oh, wow. It looks really cool. I, I really want to get it, but it's like 30 bucks. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. And you get a Spy Hunter car. The car from Spy Hunter is the other. It's the arcade machine and the Spy Hunter car. Oh, really? Oh, okay. It's very cool. Very cool. And a amalgamation of what people think that a gamer looks like, I guess, is the Lego <laughs> yeah. Man. But he just looks like a normal Lego, yeah. Lego Man, I guess. I think he's got a pop because... Yeah, because that's, that's what they drink. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well. I sit here and take a sip on my Surge. Yeah. That's show fuel, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's let's jump away from games. We talked a lot about games. Uh, there's a new trailer for the. Uh, well, this is kind of games. <laughs> it's a good mediary. Between it's a good. Games it's a good. And movies. Yeah, it's a good halfway point. There's a trailer for a movie uh, based on the video game Assassin's Creed, starring uh, Michael Fassbender. Which fun fact? None of us really care about Assassin's. Do Creed. Do not care about it. Sorry. It's, yeah, it's like. <sighs> It's weird. It's the white bread of video games. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really like. I mean, you're, it's it's set in like a a, a a different era where you're an assassin during like the Victorian times. There's a or bunch the, of different times, like they or the all 1700s are or whatever. They're all over the place. Yeah. But it's not because you're actually in the present and you're reliving past lives. Yeah, through computers through a, or through a virtual reality machine. It's weird it's a weird framing device to get to the part where you wear a, a sweet hood and stab people with with hand gauntlet knives. Yeah, hand knives yeah it's and i don't know i watched the trailer and i just it looks really generic it looks really just boring dumb actioner it's which, just which to you know which to have a controversial opinion i guess that's Assassin's Creed. Oh, it is. It's generic okay. and it's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. I, I know don't... a lot of people really love Assassin's Creed. It just it doesn't look it just doesn't look entertaining. It's not something it's not something that I want to sit and spend money and sit for 2 hours. Yeah. It'll it'll be I'll call it now. It'll be as good as one of those Resident Evil movies and no better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could see it making a ton of making its money back. Absolutely. Yeah. But critics critically, it's going to get panned. I think yeah. it's not going to. It's not the video game movie that's going to save video game movies. No, if anything, that's going to be Super Mario Returns. Super Mario Returns, the sequel we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, we've all been on the edge of our seats. Yeah, I was ho- I was kind of hoping Ratchet and Clank would do really good, but apparently it's completely forgettable. And again, Ratchet and Clank, the games are kind of forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. It's right in line with the game. Yeah. I'm afraid that's what it would be if they made a Banjo-Kazooie movie. Yeah. I think it would just... I mean, the games are fun, and they're really visually interesting, but... There's not enough meat on them bones. Yeah. the Well, the the in Banjo-Kazooie's case, it was... Um, they, ex, they exchanged story for um, just finding millions of things. Yeah. A fetch questy And just collect-a-thon. excuses for him to go to a lot of different variety of places. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was the story wasn't important in that game. I've yeah. never played that. I kind of wanted to. Maybe we should do a let's play. Yeah, we'll do a let's play. You can play Banjo Kazooie. There we go. I'd do that. Well, there mm. we go. Awesome. I, I played that bird and bear. Bird and bear game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Assassin's Creed. I just it's not, it's a movie I'm not going to see. Yeah, I, I have no yeah. interest. I mean, Michael Fassbender is an excellent actor. I think he does really great work. And but a plus cutie pie. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> But I just, no interest. <laughs> they keep picking the wrong video games to make movies about. Yeah. If you had to make a video game-based movie, what game would you pick? Metal Gear. <laughs> well, that's you already have that, and it's called Escape from New York. <laughs> well, Metal Gear's already a movie, so it'd be really easy. Yeah. You could probably string all the cutscenes together and have a pretty decent movie already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> You'd uh, have at least the level of this Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know Final Fantasy is a popular choice. I don't, I don't think it would work. No. No. No, thank you. You can't no. condense a game that large into 
two hours. Two yeah. hours. It would just be so like. Although there's a lot of fluff on Final Fantasy VII. There's a mm-hmm. lot of a lot. Yeah. Well, and they tried to make that Advent Children movie. It was all right. Yeah. I, mean, I liked it from a standpoint that the visuals were cool and the fighting was cool and the story barely made sense. Yeah. Well, that's Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I liked it enough. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts might make a decent movie, actually, if they uh, kind of ground down the edges and made it make a little more sense. Yeah. It'd be a decent crossover movie. Kingdom Hearts would work if they removed the Final Fantasy character elements out of it. Like, yeah, get, I mean, get Sora out of there. Have it be about Mickey, Donald, and Goofy jumping around to the different Disney universes and teaming up with different characters. Like, remove... The well, Final Sora, Fantasy bits. Sora would still work, but yeah, the Final Fantasy bits aren't actually that important to no. it at all. See, exactly. Like, Those hey, should be cut. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just basically sometimes Final Fantasy characters show up in these other worlds. You're never really in a Final Fantasy world. That's weird. I don't like it. I still don't like it. <laughs> I think they're decent games. I like them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, two, though. The opening to two is such a <laughs> ball buster. It's like three hours of just like kids hanging out and Ugh. like you do odd jobs to make money. Oh, and that like, sounds like the worst. You really have to earn your way into the actual game. Like it, it literally takes three hours to that's, get to the actual that's game. That doesn't sound like fun to me. That really doesn't sound like fun. It's not. So <laughs> the opening is not. But once mm. it gets to the actual gameplay part, it's good. But mm. but they really make you earn it. Yeah. So we have one last thing here bit of news uh, before we get out of here go ahead some hacker guy i think it was a hacker Mm -hmm. found the on the pottermore site the american uh not american hogwarts houses because the hogwarts is not an american institution right but But it's the american equivalent of hogwarts has their own houses and they found the names ilvermorny ilvermorny i-l-v-e-r-m-o-r-n-y not an american sounding name not really but that's the name of it but this is based on the the movie the upcoming movie fantastic beasts and where to find them which i guess was a book too it's a book first well it, it was a book within the harry potter universe right that's it but yeah but no this is all take takes place in america so we have american wizard houses so let's see they are named uh the horned serpent house the wampus house the, wampus house. the thunderbird house and the uh puckwidgie house <laughs> that's some sort of cryptid isn't it the puckwaji i yeah, let me look it up but... i think it's some sort of mythical like not mythical beast but like a actual cryptid like big like if it's was... a no it's a two no. to three foot tall troll-like being are, oh. they, are they all stuff like, yeah oh, they're all things yeah okay. let's see what's a wampus let's find out i thought i, I thought a puckwaji was like i don't know like the jersey devil or something see the wampus is a cat like is a <gasps> Uh, the wampus cat is a creature in American folklore. It looks like a half man, half cat, half Native American. It's three halves. <laughs> three, three. It's like man bear pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man bear pig house. Yeah, basically, that's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> Bigfoot house. Yeah. See, that, there it is. That's what that is. It's a cat it's person. Like, it's like catty wampus. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it. Yeah, catty wampus is where it come that comes from. Okay. Well, anyway, these are the names of the four houses. What do you think? They're delightfully re- goofy. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like they all have something to do with Native American folklore because the Pukwiji is a it's Wampan it's from Wampanoag folklore. It's it's Native American. That's cool That's that is. she's pulling from Native American for folklore for If they if they're going to, it would That makes sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Native Americans are the original American wizards. So yeah, that's that's actually pretty cool. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to the movie. Yeah, it looks like a really cool movie. Uh, the trailers remind me of a really good Doctor Who episode. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, in celebration for that, um, <laughs> we're gonna do this live on air. Uh, You're gonna so there's a website. Be... There's a website called Pottermore. It's like it's basically official Harry Potter fan fiction website run by J.K. Rowling. Is that right? Close enough. Uh, no, I mean she writes stuff for it all the time. It's just oh, a she does. Harry Potter website. It's like the official Harry Potter website, basically. Okay. Okay. Like she writes little tidbits. There's a thing she wrote about wands. Okay. And it's all canon stuff, so it's pretty. It's a pretty cool website. Interesting. Well, anyway, they have an official. Uh, what Hogwarts house are you? And I've never taken one of these tests. I don't know. I've 
Uh, whatever you know you're gonna never. take it live i'm gonna take it live okay, i've taken so it I'm... and i got uh hufflepuff of course which is, yeah was disappointing i don't i really wanted ravenclaw i but... don't know what those what are the differences is your mom ravenclaw yeah okay. ravenclaw is like this the studious smart guys yeah um gryffindors the honorable loyal the chaotic uh the chaotic uh good yeah. characters yeah slytherin is it's not evil but it's like people who'll do any anything to get what they want yeah. get what they think is right kind of thing mm-hmm. kind of not amoral but you okay. know and, then and then hufflepuff is the underdog oh okay the glorious underdog oh like... I'm, I'm hedging my bets that's where i'm gonna end <laughs> up okay so here we go join your hogwarts house you'll have access sorting hat oh, okay so i need to um uh, uh, give me just a second. I guess I have to confirm my email address because I had to sign up for this website to do this. See, this is the part of the uh, <laughs> the uh, sorting hat process in the movies that we never saw where everyone had to pull out their smartphones and uh, verify their email addresses <laughs> before they let the sorting hat <laughs> well, be put on well, the head. Well, their inbox fills up with emails. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's 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 just terrible spam mail. Yeah, just, just a terrible... It's, well, it's like in Harry Potter when he gets all the letters explode out of his fireplace. Your phone just blows up. Yeah. Blows up with, with, with emails. Okay, so we're good. Here we go. Uh, be sorted and discover your house. All right. Uh, no, we're just going to sort it. I don't care. Okay, do I want moon or stars? Eh, I like stars. Those are cool. If you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? A tabby cat, Siamese cat, ginger cat. Nope. Why are they all cats? Black, white cat, black cat. Okay, so there's a couple owls. A brown owl, snowy owl, barn owl. Uh, a couple of toads. Um, hmm... You know what? I'm going to go with the dragon toad because, hey, dragons are cool. <laughs> All right. How long is this quiz? I don't think it's that long. Okay. If you could have any power, which would you choose? The power to read minds, power of invisibility, the power of superhuman strength, the power to speak to animals, the power to change the past. That's problematic. I wouldn't want that power. No. The power to change your appearance at will. Um... I don't know. Some of those are all good. I mean, it doesn't have my go-to, which is teleportation. I've always wanted to teleport because I want to save on gas. <laughs> save on gas. gas. It's very practical. You <laughs> just think about it. You you think about where you want to go, and one Oof. second you're there, you're you're just there. And if you could take other people with you, even better. Like you would never have to own a car. Yeah, that's the best. It's the best power. I think of the ones given. I'm gonna say the power to change my uh, appearance at will. Not because I don't think that I'm a uh, handsome and attractive man, which I am. I'm going to cut that out. But, uh, but uh, I, you know, Mystique is always, I've always thought Mystique from the X-Men, like she could, she's like the ultimate, like she could be anywhere. She could yeah, be anyone. Go, yeah. Go wherever you want. Yeah, you know? of course. And this means, this doesn't just mean change into other humans. You can, I mean, if you want to be a freaking dragon, dragon yeah. or a werewolf or whatever, I'm going to lump that in. So that's, that's what I'm doing. What kind of instrument most pleases your ear? Hmm. Okay, the violin, the trumpet, the piano, or the drum. Well, I do enjoy me some sick drum solos. <laughs> so let's go with that. All right. You've been sorted into the pert house. Yes. <laughs> uh, given the choice, would you rather invent a potion that would guarantee you colon? Okay, would it guarantee me love, glory, wisdom, or power? Love is problematic. Love is problematic. <laughs> yeah. Glory... Well, fame would come with glory, and I don't want to be super famous. Like, I want to be able to do good things, but I don't need people coming after me because of it, you know. Uh, wisdom. Wisdoms would be a good one. It'd be good to be smart. Yeah. And power. Like, okay, so power is really vague. That sounds evil. What is that? But maybe not. I mean, does that mean the power to, like, would that mean more Influence superpowers? others to do good things? Like... Yeah. I mean, people can use power for good and evil. Yeah. I'm going to say power. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. You and two friends need to cross a bridge guarded by a river troll who insists on fighting one of you before he will let all of you pass. Do you attempt to confuse the troll into letting all three of you pass without fighting? Suggest drawing lots to decide which of you will fight. Suggest that all three of you should fight without telling the troll. <laughs> or volunteer to fight. Huh. I don't know. Uh, saying that I would attempt to confuse, that's really par uh, telegraphing the Ravenclaw house. Like, a lot, yeah. I think. That's the one I would have chosen. Yeah. You know what? Let's go with that one. That sounds good. I, I'm pretty wily. I think I can confuse a, a, a troll. troll. Would I rather be envied, intimidated, trusted, 
praised, liked, feared. Okay, uh, or feared, I guess. Uh, also, the the um, interface for this and the art is really nice. It's very nice. Yeah, this is a very <laughs> well-designed website. I'd suggest going over to it, pottermore.com. Um, I'm going to say liked because, I don't know. Everybody wants to be liked. I want to be liked. Yeah, everyone wants to be liked. Black or white? Uh, white, actually, I think. White's a, white's a good color. It's It means you can it's clean and you can put other colors onto it. Yeah. Yeah, like a white piece of paper, you know, before you draw something. Ooh, but that's intimidating. Yeah, but but the but the the decisions are infinite. You know, yeah. you can go anywhere from that. So yeah, we're gonna go white. I am a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Congratulations! I am some honey badger looking dude. <laughs> awesome. Welcome to House Hufflepuff. Yeah, House <laughs> Underdog. Well, there you go. Yep, and that that's about time for us. Yeah, that is definitely about time. So let's. Uh, if you're still listening, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you all for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash website. You can email us with any questions or concerns at staff at nerdoverload.com. Tell us your sorted house. Yeah, we want to know. <laughs> yeah, let us know that. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher, and uh, you can find us at WZMOFM.com every Saturday at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., so check us out there. Again, thank you for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. This show was sponsored in part by Creative Foundations and Starbase Columbus.